just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekulder and the Louisville Real Estate Show with you till the top of the hour. And shall we say Merry Christmas and then Happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa to everybody who's listening. It's the festive time of the year with uh, a week left before the end of 2022. Joining us today, one from the road, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. Brad is on the road to visit his dad. Yes. Brad's over the... Yes, That's right. Thank you. Over the over the river and through the woods to grandfather's house, I go. There you go. Uh, but Brad leaves behind here in Louisville his team, always ready to help you with inspections. Eight four 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 one one team. And coming up to us today from his office, as always, our buddy Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at four nine nine six three six zero. And not to be outdone, Chuck has a very big trip planned. You want to just mention where you're going? Yeah. Headed to the South Pole, going to Antarctica. Ah, you're, yes. you're searching for the infamous bottom of the world. Well, there you have it. Uh, we'll be curious to get your we'll report. S- we'll see if it rounds or if it's just <laughs> flat. Yeah. It falls off. The, you're going to fall off the earth. <laughs> yeah, there's that possibility. <laughs> flat, the flat earthers, they're out there. We understand. Nothing wrong with that, but okay. Just get up above the world. You'll see it's round. <laughs> All right. We are asking for your questions via email because we do our show via Zoom because of still COVID. And you can send me an email, Bob, at we com. In the subject line, put radio question. And in the body of the email, just give me the question. That's what Olivia did. And she asked this for Chuck Crosby. She says uh, she wants to put a pool in her backyard, but her neighbors have some really high, tall pine trees. And they're constantly dropping things like pine cones into her yard. Another neighbor has a lot of high trees, a trampoline, and birds that hide in the trees during the summertime that create droppings. So this is all coming into Olivia's backyard. And so she's wondering, she really wants a pool, she says. And she's wondering, is there anything she can do to get the neighbors to cut the trees back or cut them down, Chuck? I know a legal question. This is a tough one. Yeah, it's not a tough one, really. It's just there's not much you can do about that. If the trees are on their side, they're healthy trees uh, mm-hmm. and there's birds in it. You can't really keep the birds out, although uh, steel magnolias come to mind. Uh, I understand there's a uh, bird removal scene there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, there's really not much you can do. I mean, maybe put up a higher fence if that would work. But Isn't there a, a restriction on how high a fence could go? I thought it was six feet. Uh, there probably is. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying build a 50-foot high fence. Yeah, right. uh, I, I just don't know how high these trees are and how close they are to the property line. But, no, you can't go cutting down your neighbor's trees if they are otherwise on his land and uh, otherwise not posing an issue. Yeah. Not not posing a legal issue, I should say. Olivia, you could always sell the home, and I know a couple of good agents that could help you get that accomplished. But I, I mean, that's really yeah. not to joke with about it. But yeah, yeah th- this of- is a this is more of a just go over and talk to them, uh, yeah. see if they have a problem with it, uh, with trimming back some of the stuff. But you know, I have neighbors who have bird feeders uh, on their land, and you know, there's nothing you can do about the birds. Uh, they're going to fly over, and they're going to do what birds do. Apple Apply Diplomacy is what it comes down to. That's Chuck's favorite line. All right, we move over to Brad Lutter, who, again, is on the road to visit his dad. And so if he's spotty at all, and by the way, speaking of seeing our show, which is where I was going to go, if he's spotty in the video, um, understand, you can get a copy of this show and actually play this for 
uh, friends and family and whatnot uh, by going to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com, and that will uh, give you a redirect of our YouTube show, which is this show, but recorded and on YouTube. So, Brad, Eli um, has uh, been dealing with uh, the cold temperatures that we all have yeah. uh, in the past couple of days on this uh, holiday weekend, of course. Uh, he sent us an email. He's asking what should he do to keep his furnace running as efficiently as possible and keep his heating costs down? Is it too late to take uh, attack this at this point? Mm-hmm. Well, no, there's not. I mean, I think that some of the things that he'll want to make sure that he he needs to have a clean filter, um, uh, make sure that those are changed out. That's not going to cost much money. It's relatively easy to do in most systems. Uh, the other thing that he can do is, is um, you know, we've talked about the idea of ceiling fans, uh, using the ceiling fans in a clock, in a counterclockwise motion to, to, to move the air, move the heat off the ceiling and back in the house that will help with efficiency you know the other things that you know really it I, i'm not going to say it's too late but you know servicing you know the hvac unit uh you know a couple times a year uh mm-hmm. to keep it running at its optimal particularly if it's um if it's a gas unit uh electric units you want to make sure that you know the thermostats are properly set so that the system is not running in auxiliary auxiliary mode oh i'm sorry but we see right. in a lot of houses yeah. that the thermostats are 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 wired incorrectly. So it's it that uh, is something that you know they need to have their HVAC guy um, take a look at for sure. But that that's going to be you know some easy fixes, some quick fixes that'll save you know quite a bit of money. Uh, the other thing, don't close rooms off. I you know I know a lot of people will shut rooms off, shut. Um, registers off supplies off that from all the hvac guys i know they think that's a no-no because it, it really uh can play havoc with the thermostat and create even more energy needs than they they actually have even though it's they think that uh, shutting those rooms off should save them money it typically doesn't as i understand and i should point out from experience that if you plan on putting a setback thermostat then one that you control remote remotely or um, the newer fashioned thermostats before you touch them, because you're going to try to do it yourself, right? To save some money, take a picture of the wiring on your phone, how the thermostat wow. is wired. Once you take the cover off, right? Chuck, Chuck saying, yeah, yep. that's a smart idea. Because in yep. the event it uh, doesn't work and you need to call in a professional, at least you've got a picture which shows the professional where those actual uh, wires were seated in the original thermostat, which will help them recover the problem. If you run into that. Right, because the colors don't always match what the screw's head says that it should be. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're moving forward. A reminder, if you want to see what uh, folks are saying about our team and myself, we love our reviews and we love hearing about good and bad because we want to correct it if there's a problem. You can go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com where we've got a lot of our reviews that have uh, have been filed for us. All right, we're moving forward. Kennedy is selling his home, Chuck. He's very angry. He has accepted a contract with the buyer who's using an FHA loan. And the FHA appraiser, and, you know, we've talked about this on the past on, on this show, folks, that FHA sometimes gets a bad rap because these are people who maybe need a little more financing. Their credit may not be as good. They're government-backed loans. But in this case, this is a problem with an FHA loan, just so you know. FHA appraiser came out and is requiring that some minor peeling paint on the garage be painted before the appraiser slash inspector for FHA will give the okay for the, the loan to close. So Kennedy says this is an issue that is so minor that this is holding up the sale. It is criminal 
for this appraiser slash FHA inspector to be putting this out there to stop the sale. And he's wondering, is there any workaround? Chuck? Um, A, uh, my thought is always, if it's that minor, then what's the problem? Um, Just go do it. Uh, B, it's not criminal by any stretch of the imagination. It's necessary. And uh, usually, I'll just point out, look, you've gone this far. If you try and sell that house again and they have FHA financing, you're going to run into the same problem. It's not just going to go away. Plus, you know, if you just kill the deal, uh, well, then you've got issues. Um, you just start at square it. one again. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. go paint it. Yeah. And, and truthfully, but you you can we could all understand that um, there's a frustration factor. Yeah. Of a course, there's that, a frustration. Yeah. And yeah. somebody's come to your house. That's when the emotions kick in. Now, I've bought and sold houses. I know the feeling. I know how the process works. And yet when, you know, they say something about the house or or whatever, it's like, what? You don't you're, you're criticizing me, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Just some some way person personal issues just feel. Yeah. Uh, like they pop up when they really aren't. That, that appraiser actually, doesn't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, it's great advice. It, take it, look at yeah. it as a business deal, even though it is personal property. Yeah, you know, business is business. Yes, yes. All right, moving forward. Uh, Brad, one of the questions sent to us uh, from our social media account comes from Mary Lou, who says she has a serious uh, mouse problem and is looking for a reliable company to eradicate mice, and she's wondering any suggestions. A name of a company. Wow. Well, that's a, that's, that's a, there's a new company in town, Bob. So I was just going to ask you this and this is, so we talked about this last week. So Brad (laughs) created this company. It's for termites. Now, do you do mice eradication? Yes. Yeah, we do. We do general pest control. Yeah. The company that we started is called team bug out. Yes, we do termite inspections and termite treatments, but we're doing general pest control. We've, we've had quite a few mice calls, mouse calls, mice calls and some rat calls too. So yeah, we, we have uh, baits and monitoring stations and traps and all sorts of uh, gadgets to control the, uh, the rodents that are making their way into uh, homes right now. So uh, yeah, team bug out pest control, certainly one of them. Uh, You know, I think any of the general pest control companies in town have solutions for it. Ours may be a little bit more high tech because we're actually tracking and monitoring uh, rodents through Bluetooth enabled uh, monitoring stations and, and bait stations. So you can actually see what's uh, what's going on inside the traps. It's actually pretty, oh, pretty cool technology that uh, I had not heard here. about. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah they're by uh, by okay. Bell Labs and uh, wow. interesting system. So does the client buy those or do, do they lease those or how does that work? Uh, d- they actually just get them from the pest control company. We've got, we've got software on our phones that we uh, print through exactly what activity, what time of day and night, you know, how many have gone through, if anything's been caught in there, whether they've eaten, made a mess in there. Yeah, it's uh, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. That's interesting. All right. So, and use your phone number that we'll give out in a little bit here to. Um... Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So, Team Bug Out Pest Control is at uh, 357 7700. Good. All right. And we'll give Brad's number on in just a sec. All right. Tell you what. In fact, why don't we take the break now and then we'll come back and take more of your um, questions, which we seem to get a lot of this time of year. And by the way, on the mouse thing, I should tell you because I've gone through this myself. One of the things you're going to need to do is go around the house, preferably on a nicer day when it's not freezing cold outside and rain and snow and all, and look for any areas that the mice can get into your home. These could be the smallest little pinholes, well, maybe not pinhole, but close to uh, that they could get into a garage or a basement or things like that. And I guess your people go out there and point those out as well, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking basically for anything that is uh, a dime. Uh, they I'm can sorry. they can crawl through. So yeah. All right. All right. Uh, a reminder that uh, if you are looking to see a copy of the show, hear more about it, LouisvilleAnswers.com is the place to go. You can watch videos of what uh, our sellers say about us. You can go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. As we go to the break, continuing with us from his car, heading down to see his dad, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. Also here, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And you can reach me, Bob Sekuller, anytime, day or night to come out and talk about listing and selling your home and then even buying homes. You can reach me at 376 5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I built the number one brokerage firm in New York City by marketing luxury homes to the most qualified buyers. What makes the difference today in your area? The same thing, custom marketing to the right buyers. In Louisville, the agents with the best marketing plan are Bob and Greg Sekola. Their personalized marketing sells more homes for more money. If they can't find the right buyer on your deadline, they will buy it. Get the best marketing for your home. Go to resellouisville.com and put more money in your pocket. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler. Happy holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. It's a busy time of the year for all the uh, the gift-giving times for families. Uh, we are here till the top of the hour with our Louisville Real Estate Show. Continuing with us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, and he's at 844-411-TEAM. He's currently in his car heading down to visit his dad. And you can reach me, Bob Sekola, anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. All right, so we've got the 10 strangest questions buyers have asked about a home. So this is kind of funny, and I thought we're going to follow up next week with the strangest and most extreme requests realtors have had. But this is the 10 strangest questions. And guys, feel free to jump in if you know or have want to add to this. How do you keep, this is from actual a, a buyer, how do you keep alligators from coming up into the toilet? 
True story. Michael Lyons, he's a real estate agent down in Hollywood, Florida. That was a question asked him. This one, do any swingers live in the neighborhood? From uh, Kate, a uh, real estate agent in, um, let's see, City Chic Real Estate in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Oh has that swinger. Swingers in D.C.? Oh, my God. I oh, my imagine. goodness. Does the car in the driveway come with the house? That's uh, hey, an agent. Hey, I, now, yeah. Now, Bob, I've got one of those. We oh. had we recently had a house that went with an estate sale, and there was a uh, an MG three that was left in the garage, oh. and there was a debate about whether or not that was going with the house because it had seemingly been abandoned. And oh. the buyer asked us to put it in the report to help him claim possession of the car so oh. and there are ways to do that uh so, so make note uh, but, uh, if, if down yeah. the road you're going to well, get we, a car yeah we had one where uh, uh the the buyers were walking through and uh, uh there was a bottle of pappy uh on the cabinet and uh they threw that into the deal but the thing was it had to be consumed at the closing uh so <laughs> by everybody attending yeah i i waited until we were done and then i allowed consumption to proceed we move on here with this uh, larry pragel from uh, gaithersburg maryland said he was asked is anyone buried in the backyard how about that now i don't know how anybody would know unless you um, are there, forensic actually expert. there are ways uh, uh there is ground penetrating radar okay uh, we've had some cases down in washington county where uh it was a, a farm that was being subdivided and uh, there had been local rumors that there was uh, a whole slew of graves uh of an historic nature uh -huh. um i think it was one of the first freed black communities in that neck of the woods right after the civil war or cemetery something like that and uh, uh they went out uh got uk out there to do the ground penetrating research uh -huh. it uh, didn't pick up anything so they got out the truly reliable folks the ones with the dousing rods ah. uh, who immediately found all kinds of things and uh yeah they were legit. They did find things with the dowsing rod. Uh, no, they found nothing oh. except oh, okay. the people with the dowsing rod said, "Yep, there's a grave right down here." Of course, okay. nothing was there. Well, I, but, I know, I know, I know of a situation where a previous owner of a home came back to exhume a family pet oh, that they decided ah. that they wanted to relocate to their new property. This and is I after closing. That. After closing, like oh. two months, like two months after closing, and I understand it was made for an awkward conversation. Yes. Wow. No kidding. Another question. Are there any ghosts in the house? That seems to be rather common these days. This comes out of uh, Indianapolis. So there you go. Well, we had one with yeah. a uh, where the uh, home inspector said there were ghosts in the attic. Uh, <laughs> killed the deal. <laughs> it wasn't a wow. home team. It wasn't home team. No, no, home I, don't, team. I, don't, I don't have the right equipment because yeah, we all know who you got to call, right? Yeah. The yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, I like the house, but I need to pray about it. So that's that's not so unusual. Do you think the homeowner would give me the house without a down payment? Yeah, that that's a little more unusual. Mm -hmm. And then uh, can I come back at midnight to see how the moon affects my soul? Another <sighs> one. Final two here. Why is the garage unfurnished? I kid you not. And <laughs> can we close all the blinds and doors and turn off the lights? I just need to see 
this place at its darkest? So those those are some legitimate questions or comments that and questions that have been made about homes to real estate agents. We, we have a, we could write books about a lot of the stuff that we uh, we work with on a regular basis. All right, so we go back to your questions again during our COVID show. We're taking these off of uh, email, and let's see. Uh, Elaine wants to purchase a her brother's house, Chuck. So Elaine wanting to purchase her brother's house. She says in this email, she he is willing to sell Elaine what he still owes to the bank. So he'll sell it to Elaine, but Elaine says her credit's not good and she doesn't have anyone to co-sign for her. Um, she is wondering, she says her brother indicates that she may be able to make payments to him. So is there paperwork that needs to be drawn up? Is this a smart thing for Elaine and her brother to enter into? Is it a smart thing to do? That depends uh, on a lot of different things. Is there paperwork that's necessary? Absolutely. Uh, Because in Kentucky, for the sale of real estate, it has to be in writing or it doesn't exist. Um, There are ways to do this uh, where beneficial interest is transferred, contract for deed kind of thing. Uh, There's lease options, uh, things along that line that can be done. It's just that uh, depending on which route you go, the bank might have the ability to call the loan. And if you don't have the credit to buy the place for that price, well, my bet is you can't refinance it for that price. Although there are lenders in town who will lend you the money to do that. Uh, But as they say, for a price, Ugarte, for a price. Um, So there are things that can be done. Just give me a call. I can run you through them all. We'll give out that number in a bit. Yeah, you're talking about hard money lenders at that point. Yeah, yeah. And there are some uh, that, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I've seen it work out. We move forward. This one's for Brad, who's continuing in his car. By the way, the reception's been pretty decent. I'm impressed with the phone coverage. Um, Kelly sent us the email. She says uh, she's selling her home, added a new kitchen appliance in the past year. So new kitchen appliances in the house. After the inspection, the buyer is asking that she install GFCI outlets in the kitchen because they are the standard. But Kelly understood that she didn't have to do that because the kitchen, kitchen had not been updated. Uh, other than the appliances and she listens to our show we've talked about this in the past she's wondering where is the line drawn to having to update gfci outlets in either a kitchen or a bathroom within six feet of a water source depending upon how much of an upgrade or update needs to have been done for that to happen my understanding of it is that they would only be required if a permit was being pulled for electrical work in the kitchen other than that it's a safety note in the inspection report it's it's something that you should have just for protection for everybody but as far as code one home inspectors can't quote code uh, the electrician would have to do that for inspection report a as a safety uh, a safety item to but be the addressed gu- the guideline is if a permit is pulled that constitutes an upgrade got it i think that's a good way to yes look at it. yes yep. Moving forward, David sent us this email, Chuck. He says he and his wife have been separated for years. He bought a home a number of years ago, and she is not on the deed. He bought it after they separated. Can he sell the home now? Again, uh, he and his wife have been separated for years. He bought a home. She's not on the deed. Can he sell the home now without her? Quick answer is no. Uh, you are married until you are not married. Separation, legal separation, none of that makes any difference. Until a judge signs a decree of dissolution, uh, the dower interest kicks in in this case. And that's just something you can't get around. 
uh, she has got to sign off on that transaction. And if she refuses to sign off on that transaction, then it's not selling. Hmm. So, and I know a lot of people, and I've talked to a lot of folks, they don't understand that once you are married, you have joint custody of this house, even if one of you are not on the mortgage. Oh, yeah, no, well, you've got you, different language. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when you say joint, that okay. all of a sudden sounds like tenancies and things like that. It's a dower interest. It's a probate issue. Uh, if uh, the wife uh, has... Uh, Let's put it this way. Um, if you own a piece of property in your name, in fee simple, your spouse has a one half uh, interest in that property uh, as a probate matter. That is to say, if you die um, and you have no will, then they automatically get half of it. If you die and you have a will and that will says everything goes to Chuck Crosby, uh, they can then renounce that will and take their intestate share. So it's something that doesn't exist at this exact moment, but it's what they call an inchoate right. At some point in the future, if something happens, then it's retroactive to right now. And it's a big deal. Uh, you cannot get around it. Got it. All right. You're married until you aren't. You aren't, and then you're fine. So, And yeah. then there's a quit claim deed. Is that also well, enter the, into this at all? Not if she's not on the deed. Uh, because that dower interest is extinguished the moment the uh, uh, decree is entered. Uh, so you don't even need a quit claim deed at that point unless they're on the deed. If they're on the deed, then you do need the quit claim. I got it. Okay. All right. Um, so Brad Brooke sent us this email. She's having a house inspected that she is buying. And she is wondering, should she ask the inspector as he goes through the house the questions that she comes up with? Or should she wait at to the end of the inspection and just launch all these questions at the inspector at one time? This is a really good question. Yeah, it's a really good question. And I will tell you, as a public service announcement for any when buying a home and for every one of my home inspector brothers and sisters out there, please let the inspector know at the beginning of the inspection, what concerns you have about the house. So that way the inspector can spend some additional time, uh, do a little bit deeper dive in those areas that are of concern. Other than that, they should let the inspectors do the work. Um, they, you know, the buyer should carry a notepad around if they want to, you know, so make sure that they don't lose sight of anything. But there at the end, uh, when they're kind of going over the inspection findings and, you know, that summary, that's when they're going to want to have those questions asked. The, pro the, um, the problem is, is that home inspectors, you know, we have a long, long list of items that we have to inspect. And if we're distracted, then we miss things. And nobody wants to miss things because uh, it could cost everybody a whole lot of money. So home inspectors might even get a little bit touchy or prickly, you know, if you're kind of going behind them asking questions, you know, all along because, um it makes for a, a, a challenging inspection process, but you should never leave that property uh, without all of your questions being answered. You know, just uh, the inspector should not, you know, scoot you along. Um, you know, you should be able to take time and get your questions addressed before you leave. So a little caveat to this, uh, Chuck and Brett, do, do you think a home inspection visited or with a buyer there should also have the seller and or seller's agent there, or should they not be around when this is happening? I will tell you, I don't know that I've ever, I, I, other than one time yeah. I had a, a listing agent actually in the house with us. Mm -hmm. uh, so out of, you know, over 20,000 inspections, I only know of one 
where the listing agent's actually been there. Um, and sellers there, we, you know, it, we prefer that they're not there. Um, listing agents, you know, are told, you know, to have the sellers vacate. Of course, with home team, we're doing an inspection in, in two, basically two hours, no matter how many square feet, because I can send, you know, Multiple additional people. bodies there. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah. we get, th- we get through it quicker, but, you know, there are times when sellers have to work in the house. We understand that, you know, we will inspect those areas at a time that's convenient so that the seller can vacate maybe a home office, you know, uh, between conference calls, whatever. But the, we definitely want to make sure that whatever conversations are taking place are between the buyer and the home inspector. The sellers shouldn't be, you know, standing around wanting to be party to the uh, to the discussions. We appreciate the input. We appreciate, you know, understanding how remotes work for different different appliances and fans um, in the house. But other than that, really, it's it's best if the uh, the sellers just kind of give everybody the space that we need to kind of have those discussions. Got it. We are out of time. My thanks to uh, Brad Luller, who's owner of Home Team Inspection Service eight four four. 411 team tell your dad hi for us you did good also thank you yes please chuck crosby crosby law offices 499-6360 not only does chuck do great closings uh entertaining gets it done quickly but also so everyone is well informed but also he does wills and as chuck will tell you if he doesn't do it he knows someone who can do it so he's a, a jack of all trades basically my thanks to you guys and also if you'd like to talk about getting your home on the market in 2023 or even this coming week, hey, we can do that. You can reach me. I'm here, 376-5483. Again, Bob Sekulder, 376-5483. Happy holidays to everybody. I hope it's a great day for you. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.